2013, a podcast commando unit was sent into exile by a pants-off, dance-off court for a stuffing they clearly committed. This man promptly remained hidden, resulting in the ROH cast being abandoned. Today, still hidden in exile, the podcast survives as a soldier of fortune. If you have a podcast, if no one else can host, and if you can find them, maybe you can hire the A-Team. Hello everyone, welcome to episode 106 of the ROH cast. My name is Harry, I am the web designer and co-owner of ROHworld.com and I'm here with the other half of the ROH cast A-team. He is the American bearded nightmare, John. Is Steven becoming the uh, the British non-bearded nightmare? The, <laughs> the British non-bearded I suppose so. With this stuffing saga that's going on. Um, he's not here once again this week. He hasn't been here since, um, I think, episode 98 was his last full show. He made a brief appearance in episode 100, departed for his dance-off, pants-off world tour. Um, and apparently he's actually been arrested now. They have caught him. They found where he was hidden in exile. And that could be the last we see of him, unless we pay his bail to get him out of jail. But I don't know if we want to do that, John. No, if you commit a crime, you need to face the punishment to the fullest extent of the law. Exactly. We we kind of had a hand in him getting um, sort of charged and, and then put in prison. Last week, there was no RH cast, unfortunately. Myself and John were in pants-off, dance-off court, testifying against Stephen, providing our evidence as to the fact that he did stuff during the competition. So um, that's why there was no show last week, obviously, well, with... Go on. If he w- wouldn't have formed the new scum, you know, stuffing crotches for undersized manliness, I would have let this go. Exactly. We had to get him away. We didn't know what terrors this faction could have caused. So, fortunately, this Stephen Scum storyline has lasted about one week and has <laughs> gone already. Um, but last week, you know, pretend it was a, a Road Rage edition of the RH cast. If Ring of Honor can get away with just airing old stuff all the time, then listen to one of the old episodes and there you go, you got Road Rage. Um, speaking of Road Rage, this week's Ring of Honor TV show was another road rage of the world title tournament matches. This time, um, the past two weeks while we've been uh, away, were from All-Star Extravaganza 5. And um, reports of these are on rohworld.com, of course. And there's also a full review of the show that Stephen wrote while in exile. So um, we've talked about that show before. So we won't uh, cover it again. You know, we've covered Stephen's review. We've uh, talked about the show itself. So... I think moving on, there's going to be um, Road Rage from Manhattan Mayhem 5, which you reviewed, John, and we talked about that before. So we might as well just move straight into the news, I suppose. Um, if I even had the song ready, which would be good of me, but I don't. Here we go. There is a new tag team in Ring of Honor. And no, I'm not talking about Outlaw Inc. Headbangers? Brutal... Head... No, 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 no. And it's not even Mabel or Dan Severn. Oh. It is the Brutal Burgers. We called it... this, didn't we? I swear we came up with that. <laughs> it is uh, the tag team consisting of Cheeseburger and uh, Brutal Bob. Mm-hmm. They have a promo up on YouTube or 
You can find it also on the forum, I believe. It is pretty good with really weird music in the background. I love that music. I hope that's their entrance theme. It'd be brilliant. And they will be making their debut at this weekend's television taping when they take on Michael Bennett and Maria. <laughs> I remember at first, like, um, Bennett's partner was a mystery, and it would have been amazing if it was Charlie Haas, but... Oh, that would have been perfect. Still with Maria in there, I'm sure it would be quite entertaining. And the so. only way this team could have got any better is if they were called Bob's Burgers. <laughs> uh, that's not the only match announced for the television taping the day after Death Before Dishonor. But X that is the most important one, isn't it? That is by far the most important. Even more important than the World Tag Team title match has been announced. When the World Tag Team Champions Red Dragon defend against CNC and the IWGP Tag Team Champions Forever Hooligans. There's another t- another title match as world television champion Matt Taven with Truth Martini in this corner defends against the once unbeatable Jay Lethal. And uh, it's been announced that all Matt Taven matches from here on out will be for the TV title. Yeah, I don't, if, I don't think you saw that video, John, but it was basically uh, Martini was complaining at Taven because he lost both of his matches over the Road to Greatness weekend and Taven basically said he only puts in any effort when the belt's on the line, so then he proposed the idea that all of his matches be for the belt so that he'll be motivated and hopefully win. So it's good to see they're trying to do something with Taven. Um, who knows how this will work out. We'll have to sort of wait and see. But I wouldn't be surprised if Jay Lethal beat him. But ever since that slip over the rope, he's not been able to get any big wins. So we'll have to wait and see. Uh, another match that's been announced is Ricky Marvin going one-on-one with Davey Richards that I know a lot of people are excited about, including you, Harry. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, there's a Capoeira versus Redneck Kung Fu match as Tadarius Thomas takes on Mark Briscoe. So, are the Briscoes back now? Is this it? Are they basically some hiatus sort of thing? Nice holiday? That's back. what it's looking like to me. Very strange. And finally, to round out the card is Adam Page versus ACH, which I am really excited for. That could be quite good, actually, yeah. Uh, and more, uh, I guess, depressing news. Not really depressing, but whatever. That's the word I went with. <laughs> Ring of Honor talents have been pulled from FWE Open Weight Grand Prix iPay-Per-View and all foreseeable future FWE iPay-Per-Views, according to WrestleZone.com. The talents include Michael Bennett, Jay Lethal, and World Television Champion Matt Taven. And, mm-hmm. uh, and there's not really been a reason announced, but the speculation is... That is because FWE is part of the WWN Live Universe, uh, which is cool. associated with uh, Gabe Sapolsky. Mm. That kind of sucks for those guys because they're missing out on a payday there, aren't they? So that kind of sucks, to be honest. And the Ring of Honor doesn't even do high pay-per-views anymore. So what, why does it matter? Yeah, I don't see what the big deal is. In anything, it's a good thing, especially if you had Taven come out with his belt or something. Oh, Ring of Honor, I'll have to check him out on Ring of Honor. Like, if you see Jay Lethal... And they somehow mention that he's in Ring of Honor, then that's a good promotion. But eh, whatever, if SBG want to do this, then I suppose they can. But it must suck for those guys, because I'm guessing they don't get paid tons of money by Ring of Honor. So every show must count. Yeah, I saw somebody on the forum mention that Steen said in a shooting interview that when Ring of Honor is able to pay wrestlers the way Ring of Honor pays them now, they Mm. are allowed to call shots like this. But I doubt wrestlers like... Taven or Bennett are getting the same kind of pay that Steen or probably even Lethal are getting. Yeah, that's true. But moving on to uh, round out the news and some happy news. 
I'd like to congratulate Nick Jackson of the Young Bucks as he welcomed his first child to the world earlier this week. Ah, congratulations. So, so congratulations, Mr. Jackson. And uh, that is all the news for this week. Okay, so now we're going to quickly run through the results of the Road to Greatness weekend that happened uh, while we were in Pants Off, Dance Off Court. Um, and then we're going to go ahead, ah, excuse me, go ahead and preview the Death Before Dishonor XI11 event. I almost want to call it iPay-Per-View, but it's not. It's, it's so hard not to say iPay-Per-View after a show yeah, like this. It's, it's a big show that happens on Friday that will not be aired live and we'll be able to watch it within a week of it Hopefully. airing. Yeah, we hope. Um, so we'll quickly just run through what happened at Road to Greatness. So... Night one, we had Roderick Strong defeating Raymond Rowe. Adrenaline Rush defeated Alabama Attitude. And actually, fans uh, in attendance said that was a very good show. And I know both of us said we weren't massive fans of Alabama Attitude, so maybe this will change our opinion. Yeah, I hope so. QT Marshall defeated Cheeseburger. That's embarrassing. Embarrassing for Cheeseburger. The man who lost to Grizzly Redwood can defeat Cheeseburger. Uh, Davey Richards defeated TV champion Matt Taven in a non-title contest. Um, There was some hoopla and shenanigans on the outside, but it didn't work and he ended up losing to Davey via submission. Uh, The formerly unbeatable Jay Lethal defeated Luke Hawks. Bobby Fish defeated Caprice Coleman and surprisingly we, we didn't predict this Carlo Riley defeated Cedric Alexander I believe um, most of our predictions were right up until this point I don't know if we said Davy over Taven or did we? I can't remember that one I remember we had Taven winning one match I can't remember which match it was uh, I think maybe we disagreed on that and I think I, I said Davy would win but you went Taven I can't remember. Sure, yeah, you're the one that's right. <laughs> I think we got the other one. Apart from this, Kyle O'Reilly, you know, both of Red Dragon defeating both of C and C. We didn't, um, we didn't see I that didn't, coming. Didn't expect that at all. Yeah. Um, Kevin, oh, we did actually predict this. Kevin Steen and Michael Elgin defeated Cole and Champa. You predicted that. I, I thought it ended in some kind of shenanigans. Oh, that's true. You thought it'd be a. Yeah, shenanigans basically. So that wraps up uh, night one of Road to Greatness and. John, will there be a review of these two shows? Are you going to work with Stephen while he's in prison to get these reviewed? Uh, I guess my better judgment, I think I will, because this is the massive workload to take on to one person. Exactly. And some of these shows are uh, will probably be so bad that it'll be punishment for him to watch them too. <laughs> That's what his punishment needs to be, television every week. Oh, he, has to, he has to do the TV report every single week. That'll teach him. Even if it's Road Rage from one he's already watched. Um, so then we have Road to Greatness Night 2. That kicked off with Tommaso Ciampa defeating Luke Hawks, which surprised everyone. Kevin Steen defeated QT Marshall. Michael Elgin defeated Raymond Rowe. And this is this is one that I don't think neither of us predicted. Michael Bennett defeated Davey Richards. What? <laughs> with a pile driver of all the moves he could use. So, you know, not long ago he severely injured BJ Whitmer with one of those, and here he is doing it again. But yeah, Michael Bennett defeated Davey. I don't even know how to react to that. That's huge, isn't it? That's a huge victory. Could be one of the biggest of his um, 
You know, I know he was the legend killer briefly and beat a few legends, but that's got to be one of his biggest victories by far. It is, but it. what are they going to do with him moving forward? I mean, he goes from beating Davy Richards to, although he loved the team, wrestling against brutal burgers. That's mm, strange. You know, as, you know, as much as we love cheeseburger, he's not quite on Davy Richards' level. Not yet. Um, yeah, it's a very... Because like, Davy beat Taven, and then he goes and loses to Bennett. It's It's... Very strange, very strange. And would, would, and would you say Bennett was higher or lower on the card than Taven? Where is Bennett even on the card? I don't know, because he disappeared. Like he just like he would beat Jerry Lynn and then disappear. Then he'd beat Lance Storm and disappear. And it's hard to really tell, to be honest. He's is he TV title scene? I mean, maybe him and Maria can make a uh, tag team title run. Why not? I mean, the tag titles are changing like cut potatoes being chucked around, so we might as well give them a brief reign. Um, then we have a proving ground match where Jay Lethal defeated Matt Taven. Um, I think we thought he was going to win by time limit draw or something, but no, he he actually just beat them, beat him, and he gave. I don't know if you saw this clip from uh, someone had filmed it as they were there live. He gave Taven and Martini. A lethal injection at the same time, and then picked up the. Oh, I saw the video of that. Yeah, yeah, that was pretty cool. Up next, we have a tag team title proving ground instant reward four-way tag team match, as Red Dragon defeated the CNC Wrestle Factory, Adrenaline Rush, and Alabama Attitude. So, uh, Red Dragon has certainly been, I would say, protected. More than Matt Taven, you, you know, they beat CNC in singles matches, and then in this proving ground match, we don't even get to the tag title match. I mean, wh- wh- what do you think about that? Are you surprised that Red Dragon just beat them and there was no tag title match? I am very surprised Red Dragon came out completely undefeated this weekend. I don't think a loss in the tag matches the night before would have hurt anything, mm. but. I do like that they're pushing the champion so strongly, especially now that they're they've kind of hot potatoed the belts a little bit. Yeah, it's nice to see them getting pushed strongly, especially when there's really no other credible champions at this point. That's true. If the American Wolves are indeed on their way out, well, who who could actually challenge Red Dragon at this point in in sort of you know as a credible contender for the tag titles? It's very strange. And then we have our main event of the uh, second night. It was a Ringmasters Challenge where Adam Cole defeated Roderick Strong. Um, the first fall went to Cole after a Florida Key. Uh, the second fall was a submission match, which went, which went to Roderick Strong. Um, the third fall was then a 15-minute Ironman match with sudden death overtime if required. Um, Cole and Strong both picked up falls, which brought the Ironman to 1-1 tie. Um, Cole gained another fall, making it 2-1 with uh, him in advantage. And then instead of trying to get the win, Cole simply took the easy route and let the time expire to then pick up the victory in the Ironman and therefore the third fall, winning the Ringmasters Challenge. So that wraps up the uh, Road to Greatness weekend. And now we're going to preview Death Before Dishonor XI11, which takes place this Friday in Philadelphia and will be available 
at some point. I wish they would tell us when on rhwrestling.com. Um, but of course, there will be a full results available on rhworld.com, and we'll also have a review as soon as it is available. So uh, the show begins with Silas Young taking on Jay Lethal. Now, John, who do you think is going to pick up the win here? Silas Young against Jay Lethal? It has to be Jay Lethal, doesn't it? I don't know. Because Silas Young could get a big boost here from from beating someone like Lethal. Because he's had contests with guys like Davey and, and Champa, but he keeps losing. Do you think a loss for Lethal here would really hurt him that much? I, I think it'd be a good idea to have Silas win here. A loss to Lethal, I don't think would hurt him, but I think they'd want to build up momentum for his uh, TV title shot the next day. Think Ring of Honor really think into it that much? <laughs> um, true, true. I, mean, I, I don't, get... I don't think on. Silas will win, but I think he'll put on a very good competitive match mm. that will leave him looking just as almost as good as if he would have won. I'm gonna go Silas will win with some sort of dirty tactics. That's my prediction. Then we have an IWGP Junior Heavyweight Tag Team Championship match. Say that five times fast. I'd I'd rather not. Then the Forever Forever Hooligans will defend their gold against the American Wolves. Do you predict a title change here? No. I don't either. I'm not really excited for that one. It's too much of a good thing, perhaps. Because wouldn't that be the third time we've seen this? Fourth time? This will be the third time, yes, yes. Mm, I don't know what to think about that. Because obviously the Forever Hooligans aren't permanent roster members, so what about a match with Adrenaline Rush or CNC? I don't think they've faced those, have they? Just in straight-up one-on-one tag match or two-on-two, you know what I mean? Who, uh, Forever Hooligans? Yeah. I don't believe they have, no. I think they've only really wrestled Red Dragon and... The American Wolves. Yeah, they had one match with the Young Bucks. Yeah, that was good, that was. Um, Then we have a special challenge match where Roderick the Floater Strong will take on Ricky Marvin in his usual spot of the man to wrestle outside talent. I think this Uh, should be very good. I I think we'll win, though. It's got to be Roderick Strong, doesn't it? But you'd think that. It, It all depends on what their plan is for Ricky Marvin because sometimes when outside guys come in, they lose, then they don't come back. But Carl Anderson came in and beat Strong and Elgin, then came back for the tournament. So it all depends whether there's, you know, plans for the future with with Strong or with, with with Ricky Marvin. I don't know, but I'm going to go with Strong. I think. I'm also going to go with Strong. Then we have an eight-man tag team match as Red Dragon team up with Matt Taven and Michael Bennett. To take on Adrenaline Rush, Caprice Coleman, and Cedric Alexander. Getting a bit of a uh, Night of Hoopla vibe from that match, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah. The, the main event, very strange. But I think this match could be awesome for one reason, other than the fact that it you know, could be a very good match. But Truth Martini and Maria are both at ringside. I think that could that lead to true. something very entertaining. That's very And the Hoopla Hotties. And the Hoopla Hotties. You do realise, Ring of Honor, that none of the fans in the attendance are actually going to be looking in the ring. They're just going to be looking at the outside because all of the corners will be covered with attractive women, so obviously they're not going to pay attention to the match, are they? And Martini. Exactly. 
Exactly. So, but I think, as you say, it could be very good. My only concern is just the the volume of people at ringside could be a bit, could be a lot of hoopla going on there. And then we get to the semi-finals of the world title tournament. John, it's finally over. The tournament is is going to end just in Thank time. God. Just in time to start the survival of the fittest tournament or something. Or the, <laughs> you know. What did they have? March Madness, and they had um, Blind Destiny Challenge. Bring one of those back. You know, we love tournaments. Unbreakable Michael Elgin versus Kevin Steen. I'm expecting very good things from this. Mm. It's not going to reach the level their title match had it's, last year. It's I'm impossible. Just... They've, they need to save some energy for the, you know, whoever does win for the actual final. Yeah, but it's still going to be a be a very good match. Exactly. Yeah, definitely. But Elgin, are we both in agreement there? I'll go with Elgin, yes. I, I, yeah, there's no chance of Steen winning, I don't think. Not with sort of the path that Elgin has had, the guys he's defeated. For him just to fall at the last hurdle like this and lose to Steen, I think would be... A major blow to him. Yeah, it'd be very silly. Um, then we have the other semi-final where Adam Cole will take on Tommaso Ciampa. I'm thinking Cole will win, but for some reason I keep on having this gut feeling that Ciampa's going to win the tournament. Win the, win the whole tournament? I keep on having this weird feeling that it'll come out of nowhere and happen. He, he is sort of the, the dark horse in this. He, he just... He kind of like Steen, I think you can count him out. There's just like no chance of that of him getting another reign. But Ciampa, there, there's just that... You know, that nagging thought at the back of your mind, like, could Champa do it? But I don't think he will. I think Cole will beat him, which will lead to the final of Cole versus Elgin that absolutely everyone predicted when this tournament started. So that's kind of disappointing in a way that it has just gone exactly how everyone thought it would. But maybe maybe Champa will. But then Cole's got to turn heel at this event, hasn't he? So... If Champa beat him, what would happen with Cole's heel to him? Would he interfere in the main event, or what would happen? I don't know. <laughs> Great insight from the American bearded <laughs> nightmare. I think so, that yeah, I think that if Cole doesn't win, then after the after the main event, I don't think he'll get involved in the main event oh, itself because that doesn't seem like it'd be Ring of Honor style to do. Hmm. But after after the show, I could see him doing something. Then uh, the main event will be for the Ring of Honor. World Championship, at last. We've had the reign of vacant world title, the member of the roster. He's Probably had, one of the best title reigns I can remember. He's had, yeah, he's had a title reign for a long time, hasn't he, that vacant world title? There's rumours that he's actually going to be removed from the roster after this event. He's been released from his contract. Um, as you can see, he's now headed to WWE and won their belt as well, this vacant world title man. So, um, the main event... I'm predicting will be Cole versus Elgin. Are you saying Champa Elgin? I'm still going to say Cole versus Elgin. Okay. I want to say Champa, but I want to say Cole. So we're both in agreement of Cole versus Elgin for the final for the ROH World Championship. Who do you think's leaving with the gold? Who I think's leaving with the gold? Mm-hmm. I think whoever is who's calling me on the phone right now is leaving with the gold. Okay, so I'll I'll ramble and distract everyone while you answer that. Um, I think that. Cole has to win this. The way I see it is that 
Ring of Honor is, I've found it quite uninteresting the past few months, ever since, like, Scum went away, Jay Briscoe lost the, you know, was stripped of the belt, and then the tournament started. There was nothing making me want to watch it. There was no storyline. There was nothing developing. There was nothing going on. The tag titles have just been thrown around. And the way I see it, if, if Elgin wins, what happens next? There's nothing that exciting. There's nothing interesting going on. There's no chase for the gold. There's nothing. There's all these faces. Who's he going to face? Who, who are the heels you actually can defend against? But if Cole wins as a heel, You've got Steen, you've got Champa, you've got Elgin, you've got Jay Briscoe, you've got Jay Lethal, Roderick Strong, the American Wolves, all these top-tier faces for him to face as a heel champion that Ring of Honor needs. And I think it provides much more interesting uh, sort of possibilities for the future. I so, completely agree. Oh, did you hear all of that? I didn't know if I was just talking to myself. I heard none of it. <laughs> Basically, I was saying I'm not going to repeat it because the listeners have already heard it all. <laughs> what do you think, John? What do you you say? What you think? I think that if it comes down to Adam Cole and Michael Elgin, that Cole should take the belt because I think I think Elgin chasing the belt from a heel Cole could be much more entertaining than a heel Cole trying to get the belt from Elgin. Mm. And I saw somebody mention something on the forum that I thought was very interesting that uh, Cole could win the belt and then join Outlaws, Inc. as kind of holding the belt hostage in a way. Uh, no, I don't like that. I, I like that, so. <laughs> the point I was making is that Ring of Honor's roster is full of faces. So face champion doesn't really provide much interesting stuff going forward, but as a heel, Cole has a lot of guys to defend against. So I think Adam Cole will... Do you think he will turn heel during or after the match? So he'll cheat to win or he will win and then you know kick him in the groin or something i think he would uh cheat to win yeah i think he's got to be you know all this all this stuff about honor has been restored to ring of honor scum is gone blah 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 and then he you know uses a low blow or some sort of weapon or some maybe steve carino will help him or whatever but something will happen some sort of shenanigans and then cole will become the champion and then going forward, we have Elgin and Steen and people like that chasing Cole for the belt. But I definitely think that Elgin should be the man to eventually dethrone Cole, whenever that is. I and then, too. we've saved the best for last. You remember what happened last time we talked about this, John? After the match, whoever wins the tournament, former world champion Jay Briscoe will present the new champion with the belt. Yay. What's going to happen there? This is something like... I don't know. Really hope this doesn't turn into Jay Briscoe just, like, you know, walloping the new champion with the belt and saying, I'm still the champion. That would be... I I could see that happening if Elgin won. But if Carl wins as a heel, the scenario I see is Jay Briscoe saying, this isn't what honor's about, this isn't what we got rid of scum for, blah blah blah, and then Cole will attack him. And then we will get Cole Briscoe again, because it was so amazing the first time. Instead of But then the only problem there is does that mean the feud going forward is Cole versus Briscoe? Or they just gonna have one match and be done with it, or you know, where does Elgin slot into that? That's the the big question really. 
I just hope we don't have to answer any of these questions because I do not want it to happen. <laughs> That's a good point. So, on paper, this looks like a pretty good event. I'm just really disappointed it's not going to be available live because I lose a lot of interest when I know the results and running this website will mean that I have to know the results. So, yeah, it looks good on paper. I just wish it was live. That's that's my only complaint. And I, I do hope that Cole leaves the belt, leaves with the belt as a heel. There's not too much stuff going on with Jay Briscoe, and we can just go forward for the later half of this year and give give us something interesting to tune in for. Because a point I made on the forum, I think I made this, um, was that we always have feud of the year at the end of each year. Now. What the hell would it be for this year? There's been no rivalries or major... I mean, Scum, yeah, but that wasn't actually very good, was it? It was just What about lots... Red Dragon versus uh, the American Wolves? I don't know, because that was sort of really an on-and-off thing, wasn't it? They had... I feel like that was last year, wasn't it? A lot of it? Late last year? That, it was like pretty much all of... No, they only had their first match at Final Battle last year. Oh, yeah, you're right. Hmm... I don't know. We'll have to wait and see what happens. I'm definitely interested. I definitely want to check out the show. I just wish it was live, that's all. Um, so that wraps up our preview of Death Before Dishonor 11, which takes place this Friday in Philadelphia and will be available one day on the ROH website. So now we're going to move on to the questions and topics that you sent in. <laughs> Okay. Um, <laughs> this first one is from uh, Ken on Facebook, who says he has front row tickets to the Pittsburgh show on uh, January 25th, and he's thinking of signs to take, and he's open to our suggestions, John. Some ideas that he has are hashtag ROHcast. My personal favorite here is stuff, Stephen stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I like that one. And his other one is if you tell my kids it's okay to miss an episode of ROH cast, I will effing shoot you. <laughs> <laughs> I like all of those. Take them all. Make make three of them. Become Ring of Honor sign guy. Stuff Steven Stuffs is <laughs> I can't even say it. It's like a tongue twister. It's brilliant. Stuff Steven Stuff. Yeah, or make a hashtag A team sign. From, from do you think like you know by mid January it'll still just be us two doing this show? I really hope so. <laughs> um, so now we're going to move on to the forum where we have a lot of questions from last week when we were busy in pants off dance off court. If I can just find where think about pants off dance off court. Sorry, you know remember the weird thing about pants off dance off court? Yeah. There was no dancing, and we still wore pants. I was really disappointed. Yeah, it was quite strange. Very sort of corporate and formal, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it was very formal. Um, so here we go on the forum. Felka Pat, he says, he apologizes for how outdated his question is. But did Ring of Honor do anything to capitalize on its involvement with the movie The Wrestler from 2008? I believe that was uh, Jerry Lynn's whole push. They were saying how he's like Randy the Ram Robinson. Yeah, and, that rings a bell. But I don't remember like any kind of any kind of uh, capitalization on it other than that. Mm. 
Um, he, he continues with the second question. If Castagnoli or Hero were to return to Ring of Honor, do you see either of them getting a world title run? I can see both of them getting a world title run. Uh, more so uh, Castagnoli, since he's been a much bigger deal in the WWE than yeah. Hero. But Hero was a huge name on the independent scene for about a decade. Mm. And he was always what everybody thought was the next in line or two people away from winning the title when he was in Ring of Honor, and it has never materialized. So I think if he does return to Ring of Honor, that that title reign would have to happen at some point. Yeah. Uh, KL underscore says, have you thought about ROH cast live on YouTube? I have thought about it, and I have dreamed about it for many, many days. I think the technicalities of streaming something live is just too advanced. Too much money. It would cost us billions to stream an episode of this live, wouldn't it? Didn't we used to do that before our <laughs> We did, actually, yeah. When there was live eye pay-per-views, we would do our own sort of pre-show that was live where people could call in and be on the show. But obviously, there's no more eye pay-per-views, so that kind of put an end to that. Um, here's a very strange question. If you were a girl... Would you like to be a hoopla hottie? I would be honored to be a hoopla hottie. <laughs> Let's just not go into that question. Um, how about oh, how what? How about Michael Elgin? Sorry, I, I just couldn't read for a second. How about Michael Elgin as the ROH World Champion after Death Before Dishonor and Mischief wins the Honor Rumble? <laughs> I would support that. I don't know if we'd want to see what would happen if those two were in the ring together against one another. Yeah, I don't want to... Could, yeah. could turn nasty, that's all I'll say. Um, he says, greeting from Poland and may the hoopla be with you. Uh, DX versus NWO has some PWG Kyle O'Reilly related questions for us. He says, um, it seems that over the past few years... Ring of Honor seems to follow certain things that PWG does. For instance, Kevin Steen and El Generico had a ladder match in PWG a year before they did Ladder War at Final Battle. I think that was though that was um, based on the Ring of Honor feud, though, wasn't it? That wasn't PWG coming up with that. As far as I know, and the end game for that always had to be them two in a ladder war in Ring yeah. of Honor after Steen won the belt. Um, he also said that PWG... PWG turned Cole heel several months before we even saw signs of Cole doing it in Ring of Honor. And he says that recently, a babyface Kyle O'Reilly won the 2013 Battle of Los Angeles tournament. If this trend continues, does this mean that in 2014, we will see a babyface Kyle O'Reilly get a singles push? I don't think we'll see a babyface Kyle O'Reilly for a long time in Ring of Honor. No, Red I Dragon. He, I think it works a lot better as a heel. Mm. Red Dragon are, are literally gold, pardon the pun, at the moment. So, I mean, they're not his... Red or Dragons, so. <laughs> exactly. Um, hey, if David Richards leaves, does that mean they won't be able to capitalize DNR on the name anymore? I hope not. I, I kind of, other than the fact that they don't wear red, and they're not really dragons. The fact that they capitalized the DNR is what annoys me the most about them. What about the green lights? That used to really get you. Yeah, yeah, the fact that nothing about them is red. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, I just think that this Red Dragon stuff is working too well. And even if they did split up, the sort of the hipster douchebag, basically, persona that O'Reilly has worked so well for him that I don't know if a babyface run would work with O'Reilly. Obviously, I haven't seen it in PWG, but who knows? Uh, moving on, I just got to change page. People were talking in the thread. Here we go. Spanky on you. <laughs> is there any truth to the rumour that Stephen actually stuffed his pants with Tony Kazina? Ooh, that it's is some new allegations that I haven't wow. heard before. Wow, if the court knew about this, his sentence would be even longer. I know. He could still be... He could have died in there. He could have suffocated. Well, I, I think the... Uh... Bulge that resulted from the pant from the uh, stuffing was much bigger than Kazina. <laughs> um, it says, "Does the tag name Brutal Burgers remind you of a burger joint in a ghetto?" <laughs> <laughs> you could imagine a Brutal Burgers in GTA or something. Yeah, yeah. Have you Speaking been playing GTA? Have you had a chance to play it yet? Of course, I've been playing it the past two days. It's brilliant. Yeah. Have you? How far? Yeah, I'm about like four percent into it. I've just unlocked um, Trevor. I've done the first heist. Have you got that far? Nope. I just unlocked. I the last thing I did was I uh, drove the car through the dealership window. Oh, that's brilliant. That is, yeah. And then then I took that the new guy you got. I went golfing with him. And oh then yeah. I, then I accidentally like ramped the <laughs> the golf cart into the water. So, so I so I got out and ran around and I realized I had a golf club so I started beating people to death with it. <laughs> Tales from GTA with John. <laughs> that should totally be a new segment. That'll last. That, uh, that, that should that should be. Hey, we're showing our dedication to the RH Cast Force here by not playing GTA and coming and doing this show for them. I'm going straight back to it when we wrap this up. I am too. Um, he says, "When will Ring of When will Cheeseburger?" Join Ring of Homies. <laughs> Isn't that CNC and Adrenaline Rush? Isn't that what Carino called them? That's what Carino called them, yeah. Jay, Le- Jay Lethal as well. Um, I, I don't understand this one, but I'm going to read it in the hopes that you will, John. Will somebody choppy choppy Adam Cole's pee-pee? Oh, yeah, that's the, uh, that's the uh, PWG reference. Straight over the top of my head, unfortunately. Because also remember uh, back in the day, <laughs> this is <laughs> remember back in the day when Val Venus almost got his penis chopped off. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, they said he's chopping, chopping your peepee. Lights <laughs> went out. <laughs> On that strange note, that you is a six-year-old. That was the scariest thing in the world. <laughs> Um, that actually brings an end to the Irish cast. That is the last question we have received for the week on a very strange note. And out on a high note. Yeah, we probably should just talk about GTA for another couple of hours or something. But um, if you haven't picked up GTA, I definitely recommend it. And I think once GTA Online is unlocked in October, we'll have to get the Irish cast force playing it. Unfortunately, go on. We need to uh, have a uh, a, A crew. Let's play podcast. I think we should, we need to set up a crew, an online crew that people can join from the RH cast. Um, we should probably go on PS3, don't you? I do have it on PS3. Loser. <laughs> we should totally the next next show 
should just be us two ba- playing Grand Theft Auto with one of our audios streaming out and we just talk about Ring of Honor while we're playing it and then probably get sidetracked with what's happening in the game. Um, so yeah, that brings an end to episode 106 of the ROH cast. I do hope you enjoyed the show. Be sure to leave some feedback or a review on iTunes. Uh, maybe send us an email if there's something you didn't like or would like to see us improve upon. Um, thank you to everyone who did send those questions in. If you'd like to send a question is yeah, if you'd like to send a question in for us to talk about, and um, there's several ways you can do that. You can tweet us at ROH underscore world. You can go on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash ROH world. You can go on our forum at rohworld.com or you can send us an email to contact at rohworld.com. So um, thank you to the American Bearded Nightmare for joining me. Thank you for having me. And we will now be heading back to Los Santos for another week, and we'll see you next week for episode 107.